tips And there you are You're running for your life You're a shooting star And all of the years No one knows Just how hard you worked But now it shows Everybody One shiny moment It's all on the line In one shining moment College basketball week 10. Um, fuck. Wait, so we're doing anarchy this week, and it we have a very long show for you because a lot of anarchy happened. And but to counteract that, we're gonna start doing two episodes a week, one on Monday, that'll be posted Monday, then one posted on Friday. Uh, usually Fridays don't have the best games on, so we'll recap the week and then give you insight into what's coming. Uh, in the next week. So, I mean, in the weekend. But to start off, we have a bunch of headlines. First headline, Chris Beard officially fired from Texas. Good. What a fucking scumbag. I don't know what it is with people in sports who just attack their wives. I'm going to pull up the police report right now. It's, I don't know, it's really fucked up. And it's, like, weird even just repeating it. But so... He snapped, or she said, he just snapped on me and became super violent after she accidentally broke his reading glasses. She reported to police that he choked her, threw her off the bed, bit her, and there's bruises all over her leg. She's throwing him, or, or he was throwing her around and was just going nuts. I mean, you know how much it takes to fucking, like, strangle somebody? I mean, it's one thing to just, like, act out of, I don't know, just, like, out of nowhere, you just kind of snap, hit somebody, and then right away you like feel remorse and shit. Like you feel sorry. But the like look somebody in the fucking face and like strangle them and bite them. He yeah, fucking bit them. his wife. Biting what them are you weird. fucking five? Like it's insane. <laughs> it's a little dirty. Like it's a little you dirty, deserve you know? to be in fucking jail. Like what a fucking piece of shit. Have fun living at home. And I to be honest, he's such a good coach where it's like, oh, will he ever coach basketball again? Imagine trying to recruit and you're with a 17, 18 year old kid with her parents and like trying to be like, yeah, uh, I'm going to be watching your kid for the next four years of his life. And I've also beat my wife. And the thing, craziest thing is she tried to like take it back. Like she, I mean, I give credit to her. I mean, you're in love with a person and like they do something bad and you'll just do anything, you know, just to back them up still, even after all he did to her. So God knows what stuff he has done more in the past that did get reported. I mean, I really give it to her, but I mean, the facts are already out. The evidence is all there. Like, have fun in jail. Yeah, he shouldn't get another job. Cause I, it's like one thing, yeah, getting in trouble by like the NCAA, like with like recruiting stuff and like maybe a couple like scandals kind of things, not like legal, legal stuff. Well, yeah, to do like that, like whether he doesn't go to jail or not, like you shouldn't get another job for that. Like that's just that you don't deserve it. And if you do, whoever, whatever school does hire that, like that's a fucked up university to do that. Like you see, like in football, like Auburn hired like Hugh Freeze. Like that's kind of he's done some weird things, but nothing like to that extent. And people are kind of like not freaking out. They're like, "What the hell are they doing?" Like imagine Chris Beard get signed. Like. 
gets another job. There's going to be all hell will break loose. Yeah, I mean, I don't really like talking about all this stuff because there's not much good in besides it. It's fucked, besides, it's fucked up. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, kind of fucked up. What are you doing? I mean, it's just fucked up. <laughs> it's just really fucked up. Like, Co- Coach Cal, I don't Texas? really have any. <laughs> Now, hold on. So Luke just said, <laughs> I out of words. Logan's out of words. I don't words. know if they picked it up, but people are talking about Coach Cal to Texas. Now, if I'm Coach Cal, I'd fucking go because the Cal- the CBS college basketball guys are talking about it. They're like, when you go coach basketball at the University of Kentucky, you are you are like the biggest celebrity in fucking Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Like Everybody knows who you are. Everybody's on your ass watching your every move. And if you don't perform to the elite, like number one standard, your ass is going to be grass. And I mean, just like he can go do what he's doing at Kentucky in Texas. And I think their fans would be actually like pretty satisfied with that. But if you're in Kentucky, not winning national titles or at least contending every single year, you're, I mean, you're kind of fucked. And if you're, in Coach Cal's shoes, you might be like, well, screw it. Like, Texas will probably pay me a bag, and I don't have to deal with all these psychos. Like, I don't know. And you're pretty much second to football, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if the football team is doing fine, then nobody will really give a fuck whether, I mean, Mm -hmm. you're that good at basketball or not. I doubt doubt that'll happen, but I just, it's just been sort of. He'll never, he'll never leave Kentucky. No. I don't know why he will. He's got Uh, a hell of a job. More in news, just two more things. Uh, Pat McCaffrey and Sky Clark both stepping away from their teams. Um, so Sky Clark, he said there there were personal issues. Um, so I'm just assuming like mental health stuff like that. I mean, I hate to assume, but that was the deal with uh, Pat McCaffrey. Shout out to him for, I mean, the balls he has to go out and like express that openly. Like, I mean, that would take, like, a lot, I feel like. I mean, it obviously got to the point where it was so bad that he had to step away from the team. Super unselfish move. I mean, if he's, like, affecting the play of other guys by going out there not at his best, I mean, to be able to have the balls and step away from the game he's been playing his entire life, I mean, credit to him. Yeah, and he could have said anything else, like, oh, I'm just stepping away for other reasons. But to, like, come out and actually say, Anxiety and stuff is ballsy. Very ballsy. You can get a lot of backlash for that, but I mean, we're just like yeah, gotta like, do what you gotta do for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like you can get a lot of people can like be mad at it or whatever, but at the end of the day, you just got sometimes you just gotta take some time away. <laughs> so there was just a shit ton of upsets. I think more upsets than just normal games in general. I'm going to try to go Top in order. 10, oh, shit. Yeah, my bad. We got to do our OP polls. Um, going to be some weird teams on here, got to tell you, because so much anarchy happened that it's just we had no other choice. But for my list, number one, slid up Houston. Two, Kansas. Three, Texas, which, I mean, we'll probably move down. But four, Alabama. Five, Tennessee. Six, UConn. Seven, Purdue. Eight, Kansas State. Nine Xavier and ten UCLA. Yeah, the only thing I have is Texas at three. They literally just lost. Oh, did wait to K State. I must have fucked that up. Then who they lose to? K State. Oh, that's K-State right. Beat them. Oh yeah, I remember just Damn like it. brushing that. I remember brushing that under the rug though because they put up hundred. 
double OT. No, it was no overtime. What? I don't think it was any overtime, was it? I thought they just put up a million points. No, no overtime. There yeah, was it was no overtime. overtime. They just put up a million <laughs> That's points. That's fucking unreal. My bad. Yeah. So I don't, I don't even have them in my top ten, but I can go. Um, I do like Xavier K-State. I have both of them in mind. But I went Kansas 1 because for Kansas to go back-to-back games on the road at Texas Tech and West Virginia, probably the two of the toughest places to play at, and beat them both and beat one handily when the Vegas is all over the other team, super impressive. Like, that deserves credit to be number one. Uh, Houston 2. I got Bama 3. Tennessee 4. They didn't lose, did they? Tennessee? No. They've just they smoke everyone. <laughs> no one can score on Tennessee. It's crazy. Um UConn five. They've tough they've good losses. Uh Purdue six. Arizona seven. UCLA eight. Xavier nine. K State ten. Hold on. Did I even have Arizona in my tops? No, I didn't. Um <laughs> Dude, I uh, forgot Texas I'll put, lost. I'll put uh Arizona after Tennessee at number six. So then Who's out? Who who do you have at ten? Oh, UCLA. Yeah, you have that. They're out then. All right. Um, I was, this is, I gotta say this first. I was gonna put Iowa at one because they had one of the most impressive wins in history <laughs> by beating um, the Rutgers at the Rutgers. So I was gonna put that at them at one because that's the most impressive win. The rest of like, you know, it's just it's hard to win there. We know that. And I also just had to switch mine up because I forgot Texas lost. But I have Houston at one, Kansas two, Tennessee three, Alabama four, Purdue five, UConn six, Gonzaga seven, Xavier eight, Arizona nine, and K State ten. I like that. Um, couple honorable mentions. Obviously Miami, but you lose to Georgia Tech. You can't really put them in your top That's 10, a shit I feel like. And this is gonna sound crazy, but I didn't I'm not gonna put them in, but I thought it's worth Given I will mention to Michigan State, considering they've lost one game all year with with uh, Malik Hall, and it was to Gonzaga by one. Mm-hmm. Like they they Ooh. are a very good team. It's just with it's crazy what a difference he made for that team. And I don't know. And then a couple shout outs too. I had Texas obviously to bounce back from. I was gonna say to bounce back from that giving up a hundred to shutting down Oklahoma State. Um, Charleston Southern. I mean. 14 in a row, longest streak in basketball. Chewers. Just keep winning. Uh, Clemson is playing really good, top of the ACC. I mean, they beat Pitt at home. At Pitt. Um, went down late, too. And then I got Georgia. I mean, with Mike White, they're a good team, too. Mike White sh- plays college basketball? Yeah, he, he coaches. Um, oh, that's impressive. Just that's, sh- just shouting those guys out. Obviously, they're not going to I guess Mike White, 10, like, but... if he's injured, he might as well coach. Yeah. I just figured I'd give those teams some some kind of credit for not being the top ten, but deserve yeah. some meant some mention. <clears throat> All right, so let's get into March and January. Jesus Christ, this is a long list. Gonna be a, a long one. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. But I'm gonna try to go in order of uh the AP poll and just go from biggest upsets to you know shortest whatever but number one purdue versus Rutgers. this game was in purdue and Rutgers still won i mean Rutgers they fouled the shit out of purdue and still beat them 
Purdue shooting 30% from three. I mean, just not going to get it done. This Rutgers group, they're just a tough little scrappy bunch. Tough little scrappy bunch. Um, yeah, they play good defense uh, for the most part every game. Obviously, when you have Kale McConnell, unbelievable defender. We know that. You guys know that. And then Cliff down low is just the most athletic player in probably the entire college basketball. But, yeah, no, they're, they're a really good team. Purdue, um, they, this, this is our kryptonite, Rutgers is. They lost to them last year when they were one, and they lose to them again this year when they're one. It's crazy, but they're still – I still think Purdue is – uh, awesome, very good team. And this is just like we're going to get into more games, but the Big Ten, it's crazy how much we actually can cannibalize ourselves. We just beat, Doggy dog world. We just beat up on each other, and it just doesn't help at all. But no, a huge win for Rutgers, but just a tough one for Purdue over in the, in the end. Yeah, uh, obviously me being an avid Rutgers fan, this is not a surprise whatsoever. But it's more like – Purdue is obviously when you're 13 and one, you're playing the Big Ten. Like you said, they're going to beat each other up. Like this, this loss isn't like bad because like we see it. Like UConn lost too. It's like they're not going to stay undefeated. Rutgers aren't a bad team. Like they're not a bad team whatsoever. They're 18 on Ken Palm, right. so like they're still like a really good team. And obviously, like you said, with like defensively, they're just always there. Surprised it wasn't at home, yeah. But you know, I mean, and- Purdue, I wouldn't say Purdue played like like Edie still played good. Obviously, like some of the starters. Some of these starters, Luke, I don't enjoy, I guess, but they don't even—they barely even shot. Yeah, like, look, they you look at some of them. Two two point attempts for their starters. He had ten, but other than that, the next highest was two. Starters, actually, the whole damn team. Right. Even shoot the ball because if you look at it, the whole damn team. It was one guy shot four, but it's like four, three, three, two, one, 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 and then Edie was ten. So it's like they really didn't take any twos, but they only shot twenty three threes. So I don't know how they got as many points as they did. I don't really know, but I don't know. I don't take too much away from like Purdue for losing this game. Uh, I saw a good thing uh, or a good point. I think I think it was Rossi. I can't remember. He said Braden Smith, freshman point guard. He said he's gonna have this is going to like this is after the game today against Penn State. Like he's gonna have a career like Peyton Pritchard and like uh, uh, Con Gillespie and Archie Diacono, where they were like. They played. They none of them really started, other than Pritchard freshman year. But they played a lot, and they're going to be four year guys, five year guys. And that's I think. Yeah, I, un, the comparison was perfect because Braden Smith is a stud point guard for a freshman. He just does it, does it all, and is a really smart yeah. player. It, it credit to Purdue going losing this game. So you were one seed, you lose one number one ranked team, and you lose. Then you got to go to Penn State. Down at half and come back and win by like fifteen twenty today. It's very good, very good bounce back for Purdue. Uh, the next game, number four, UConn versus Providence, eighty-one to seventy-three. Providence wins and it happens again. I mean, when we were going down our upcoming games breakdown, and I'm just like, there's just no way. And all of you, both of you, were like, no, it's gonna happen again, and it fucking did. I mean, Bryce Hopkins. He's such a fucking stud. And, of course, he's gone from Kentucky. But, wow, just what a game. This crowd. I mean, if Luke said it once, he said it a million times. Like, this is the most magical place on earth. Disneyland can go fucking take a seat. Because, I mean, what Providence does at home is just not even fair. No, and without with Jared Biden getting hurt right away, too. Like, they didn't right. out their best exactly. player. Like, their best all-around, all-around player. Um, but... 
Oh, uh, like yeah, I said it, and I texted Logan. I said this, it's the most electric, uh, the best atmosphere in all of college basketball. I don't think it's close right now. All college sports. What Ed Cooley's doing at that place is just crazy. It's packed house every night, and they always. It's where if you, Mikey Over says it. If you come into, he's he's a Providence guy. You come <laughs> into if you come into our the dunk, still call it the dunk. Uh, with that little number next to your name, it's you're gonna lose. Like, don't even dare coming in there with that little number next to your name. It's not going to end well. And that's what they do. They just be, they just win. Ed Cooley is an unbelievable coach, and they deserve to be a top 15 team. Just the wins they have, they're undefeated in the Big East. It's crazy. They just get it done. And I don't know. They literally lose. They didn't have a single starter back from last year. And yeah. that, team was, that team was fraudulent, people said. So if you lose your whole starting lineup, when you were a fraudulent team last year and you can bounce back and still do this, it's just unbelievable. And it was going to happen to UConn eventually, but, I mean, Providence is just something about this team. You just got to love them. Funny thing is, too, is Providence, they only win by three against St. John's their next game at home. It's like, oh, shit, it's St. John's. Is St. John's going to be the team to do it? (laughs) You know? Yeah, I had to spread that game. That kind of hurt. But – uh, I, yeah, obviously, Bryce Hopkins is playing out of his mind right now. He's playing phenomenal, like, recently. He was player of the year, I think, or player of the week on CBS. I think it was last week. But I know last year, like, Auburn was our team. I feel like Providence has a case to be our team this year. It's the only takeaway I have from this. I don't know. They're just, like... They're just so exciting. I mean, I feel like we can all agree on, like, how exciting oh, they are. Oh, they're fine, yeah. I wouldn't yeah, go but as like, far as our team, but... I know. They're but really fun. Anyway, they're I mean, awesome. Like it's not even like a bad. You kind of didn't like play like bad necessarily. I mean, obviously you play a team at like that we're like that good at home. I mean, it's not a bad loss. You're only that's only two losses for them. Like they're fine. Yeah. Obviously, two of them came in conference, which kind of hurts. But just to do it without Jared Bitem too is just that's even better. Like he's the yeah, he only played nine minutes. He's the guy like that gets that yeah gets the train moving and he's unbelievable. Way to shoot. They know how to shoot some free throws. Twenty nine for thirty five. Yeah, I mean thirty five free throws is a lot. Yeah, I mean, just unbelievable. You just can't win at Providence. The place is electric. The next game, number six, Texas uh, versus Kansas State, one hundred and sixteen to one hundred three. I mean, so yeah, Kansas State shot sixty percent from the field, fifty four from three, ninety four percent at the free throw line. Um, Keontae Johnson, 28, and then uh, Marquise Noel, fucking 36. Like, I, it's going to be every week. I feel like I just talk about these two guys. They're so fucking unreal. I mean, we got another uh, – wait, fuck. Who else did Kansas State – oh, Baylor. yeah, Kansas State beat Baylor also. Like, it's, it's unreal what they're doing right now. This this team just – I don't know. I Like, even on Ken Palm, Ken Palm fucking loves them. What are they – they're – I think they're top forty in each category. They just don't play. They don't play like a defense. They they're ranked high. They're ranked forty eighth on defense. But they they don't play defense. If you watch them play, they just don't. Yeah, I mean, they you like can refuse. Take it they just refuse to stop the other team from scoring. It's like literally look at their last two games. It's granted they play. I mean, Texas is not a good offensive team. You still go up hundred against them. Yeah, Texas is not at all. Yeah, ba- Baylor's a good offensive team, but still, nine like nine, it went to overtime. 
But I don't know. I mean, Marquis Noel is probably the best point guard in college basketball right now. I don't think you can debate that either. He had 36 and 32 against Texas and Baylor in back-to-back yeah. games. It's crazy. He doesn't miss. Like, every shot he takes. Every shot he takes. He's like, only 5'8". Yeah, he's really small. Every shot he takes, like, that's he's going in. You just have that feeling it's going in every time. And obviously, Keontae is a stud. We knew that. going. We didn't know how he would be, but we knew he was very good before his incident or whatever but they're just they're good they're it's you gotta respect that they're good but shout shout texas for kind of like keeping up with them because they're not a team that can score that necessarily is gonna score 100 but they did because marcus carr and um tyrese hunter decided to have the game of his life but marcus carr can do that but yeah tyrese hunter went uh, was unbelievable for texas they just couldn't stop him which sometimes when good team offensive teams get rolling like that you're just there's nothing you can do like literally nothing to stop oh no! Hell no! If there's if you're an if you're an offensive team and you get hot and you're feeling yourself, there's literally no way to like stop it, but just like pray that the team, other team like they start missing because great offense beats great it, defense 100 percent of the time. No, it's true. Technically, it's it's crazy. Um, how good they and to do it to do this against Texas and then go to Baylor and do the exact same thing to Baylor, pretty much just. Score every single time they had the ball was just super, super impressive. The fact that it was 116 to 103 is beyond me. I don't, in I don't even yeah. know how to. Yeah, I don't even know how to. Like, I don't know how that happens. The the hoop was a fucking swimming pool. It was 75 to 55 with 14 minutes left in the game. <laughs> that's, that's a crazy. final score. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And then, like, the Baylor game, Keontae and Marquis Noel did the exact same thing. They just – those two just take over. There's nothing you can do about it. And they're, like, super long and lengthy. On Like, they're not great defenders, but they're just, it's hard to get around them. Because, like, a couple times uh, in the Baylor game, that Tomlin, Naquan Tomlin, he, he'd be one-on-one with, like, Flagler or Keontae or someone, and they, like – Kind of beat him, but he's just so long and lengthy and athletic. He just blocked a shot every time. Is they're just that's the that's what that's what their defense is like. There's they have two guys that are six ten that can can move like they're six six eight. It's just a perfect like all around balance of talent. It's it's awesome. Uh, I accidentally skipped the game, but number five, Arizona versus Washington State. Washington State beats them 74 to 61. I mean, I didn't even watch this game. If you guys did, you can take it away. What oh, you said, Arizona, uh, Washington State. Yeah, I mean, the game started, I think, like 10 o'clock. No, yeah, there was better. No, this game was at this game was, was at, at like, four. Yeah, I'll say this was at during the day. Was it? They yeah, played, I don't know. I played, just don't remember it ever they happening. played Washington like a couple days before at like 10. And they almost lost that one. Okay. But, like, it, this is a trend with Arizona, it seems like. They just, when they play bad, these bad teams, they just don't, they don't put them away. They can get up for the big games, but these bad teams, they just don't come up. They don't, they don't show up. It's happened all year. They lost to Utah, which isn't, Utah's not a terrible team, but they lose to Utah early in the year pretty bad. And then this one, and they should have lost to Washington. Yeah, my boy Courtney hey. Ramey whopping two points. Yeah, it's just you're right on that though. I don't know how they like, and I know for a fact so many people lost money off this game because it was 19 and it was at Arizona, and I watched <laughs> probably every single one of my friends besides like you two. I think a lot of people put 
minus 19 Arizona. Like a lot of people those are, had those that. Smart. That's not, those aren't smart bets. Like I know because like obviously I get they're at home and stuff, but it's like anything can happen in conference play. And I really a lot of people lost money. They're they're three and two in conference. I thought they would run through the conference. So and like like you said, against like top ten teams, they're the best. Team I've ever seen, but when they play anybody outside of the rankings, they just—I don't know—they can't. I don't know if they don't care. I don't know. Going back to the betting thing, so many people you see every time, every time Kansas plays, every time uh, Houston plays, every time UConn, every time Arizona, every time they play, they just take them. Like Wait, they're good teams. I do it with Houston. No, 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 no. I'm saying all these teams, like. Every time yeah. these good teams play, they just take them because they're a good team. But yeah, they're gonna win. But it's more to, the spread is the spread is there for a reason. Like they're that's, not. Yeah, like Houston's sixteen and one. This is the top team on Ken Palm. Sixteen and one. They have the most wins. That doesn't mean they're sixteen and one against the spread. Like they don't. They don't just just because they're a super good team doesn't mean they cover every spread. That's what Vegas is for. They don't. They don't make it where the good teams cover every single time. Yeah, it's. It's the same thing with like, well, I was telling you guys, I think you about this the one time. What was it? It's like people who don't know about betting, like it'll be like, oh, I'll say something about Arizona, for example. They score a lot. And they'll be like, oh, did you take the over? I'm like, it, the over is set. So like right. that's what it's supposed to be right at. Like it's not like they just hit the over every game because they score a lot. And there's It's over. not like they don't take like the average points of every team and then you have to score more than that. Like that's yeah. not the over. There's over teams. Oh, so here's the thing: like spread records, like teams that are like ten at this point in the season, fifteen and two against the spread, let's say, or around there. Those team to dot team to seem to die faster, tend to die faster. But over unders, you can ride for a while with like teams. Yeah. Like that's the th- it. Just doesn't make. I see it all the time where people are betting these like these good teams. You, like oh they they play today, yeah, they're gonna win by a hundred just because they're ranked number or whatever. That's not the case. Like, you got to factor in everything. Like, like just betting on Arizona is just stupid. I feel like in general because they don't play defense. Yeah, because they'll win games one hundred and ninety, and or one one hundred. Like, say the spread's like thirty, because they can have a spread that's like high like that. They can win a hundred to like five. It's hard. To, they don't yeah, play any defense. It's hard to cover a big spread when you don't play defense. Like, it's really hard because you're gonna let up yeah. points. But exactly, we're less than a minute here, so. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay, so next game, number 11, Virginia versus Pitt, 65-68. to 68. Pitt wins at home. Uh, I mean, we're just going to have to accept the fact that Pitt can beat anyone in the ACC. Uh, but this is a uh, DeMar Hamlin game. And, uh, yeah, Pitt taking down Virginia. It's a hell of a win for them. Yeah, this is the struggle. Virginia um... – they struggle sometimes to score. When they struggle to score, they're not going to win. Some teams can get it done when they can't score, but Virginia just seems like they're all, their defense is really good, but it's not good enough to um, necessarily beat some teams if they're not putting the ball in the hoop. And that's kind of what their all their losses have came down to. But, yeah, credit to Pitt. They just get it done. Um, whether, like, against the spread, they're unbelievable. And for it to be, you would have told me, on Saturday, it came down to Pitt versus Clemson to be top of the conference at five and zero. I thought you were crazy. 
And that's what it was this Saturday. It was Clemson beat them, and they were 5-0. and Pitt's right behind them at number two. And Virginia, it's like they, they, they can't put the ball in the hole. They're just not going to win. And Houston's like Houston's like that, but they got such good defense they can turn you over. They're gonna win. They can win those games, but Houston or Virginia seems like this isn't that team. They if they don't score. They're just not gonna win. Yeah, because Virginia isn't a team that. Yeah, like their defense isn't set to turn people over. Like they kind of play it slow and just like it's just solid defense. Obviously not the same as Houston, like you said. But like the only thing Virginia needs is like obviously look at it. Like Beekman plays fine, twelve points. Kia Clark's four or seventeen. Like Franklin, fourteen. Shedrick, like ten. But McNeely, Vanderplas start consistently making threes because having those two guys come off the bench as only three point shooters, you, that, that's what you got to do. Obviously, McNeely makes two of them, but Vanderplas had zero threes again. I think he sucks personally. Who Vanderplas? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was never, like, a crazy guy, but... Yeah, but he doesn't need... He's not even doing his job half the time. He needs to, like, start, like, making threes. That's what... That's big for him. If he can come in and just start lighting it up, even just give him, like, two threes, it's, like... It's a big difference, like, momentum, everything. A three can kill a lot of momentum. Oh, right. It's just, like... Uh, it just... Well, it pitches something... I don't know. Something about him. They just... They're not a bad team, and their coach was, like, on the hot seat for, like, three years now. I don't know how he's still not fired. Probably cause well, because they don't care. Still Probably because they just don't care. It's Pitt. Yeah. And now he's like, oh, fuck it. for his job, and he's balling. Number 12, Miami versus Georgia Tech, 78-70. to 70. Uh, The U took 32 threes and only made five of them. Their starting lineup only made three of them. It was Nigel Pack. He went three for 12. So, I mean, that's just... <laughs> Like when you have this Miami team, you know NBA scoring shit like that. Like if it if it's not working, then they're fucked. And yeah, I mean Georgia Tech dropping seventy eight on them—that's insane. Yeah, they don't. They, yeah, they don't play defense. Like that's been a every single game they've played this year. It's been high scoring for that reason. It's like you got sometime you got to stop. You got to sit down and guard, and they don't. They don't sit down and guard ever. But and Isaiah Wong, yeah, like getting held to six. He, you need him to score a lot if to win because that's how good he is. But I had Georgia Tech plus like whatever they were six or something. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun when you have a, t- a spread that big and they just win outright. Oh yeah, I mean it feels good because you don't have to worry about like sweating it or whatever. But I, I was like, like Miami's not like Miami's gonna do this. Like they're gonna lose games like to bad teams. I'm not. I won't be surprised if they lose to another shit team like this. The entire ACC is gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. It's just because they're all teams that are like even like the top of them, like Duke, North Carolina. I guess I'll say um, whoever the fuck's actually good in that conference. Really, Boston College, top (laughs) underrated. Almost beat Duke. Almost, almost beat Duke. Like even like Wake Forest. Like we're gonna lose to like teams because. All those teams in the ACC are just not like consistently good. I don't think like they're they haven't shown that they're just like like actually like dominant good teams. Like some of the teams like are that are in the top ten. They remind Miami reminds me a little bit of like Arizona because they just don't play defense and they just rely on just outscoring you. But if a team yeah. if a team if if a team's on that night and they can stop you a little bit, kind of di- like make you a little uncomfortable on offense. And they're on like hitting their shots that night. They're gonna beat you because 
that's what you rely on is outscoring them. But if they're keeping up with you and is a is a solid defense team and can get stops when they need it, they're gonna beat you. Is the ACC like the laughing stock of conferences in college basketball right now? Because I mean, if you think it about is. it, they're, they're historically football. historically their top three teams are Duke, North Carolina, and Louisville, all just dog shit. And I mean, th- there's nobody else though, like contending to be like, oh, this is our conference now. No, I, yeah, like I said, Clemson and Pitt are at the top. Yeah. Which, the ACC fall off is unbelievable. How quickly that just went to the best power five, probably by far. Like they, they kind of ran all the other conferences. Like ACC was it. And within a year, they went to just being the worst conference. I'm trying to think like the, it was probably like 2018, I want to say, when it was just loaded. I can't remember what year, like what year it actually was, but they, it was like loaded because you had, um, like Syracuse. Hang on, let me find it here. Yeah, and, and it was like and, North Carolina had, had seniors. You had um, team, like North Carolina was loaded. That was when they were winning championships, like and getting to Final Fours. Duke obviously is just Duke. Miami was uh good that in those years they had like those Lonnie Walker years and like uh, even before that when they had when Logan. Forget those guys that you uh, Shane Larkin, Shane Larkin, and Scott. Like they were very solid. Louisville was like Louisville, like very very good team. Uh, Florida State was at the top of the conference. Syracuse was super good, and then like some of these other teams were, like really bad. But that teams I just listed, and Virginia was still Virginia, and they they were loaded. Those teams were very very good. Top of the like top ten teams, just about every single one of them, and it's just. Now they have no teams that should be even ranked. It feels like. I don't think there is a team. Miami's probably the only team you could argue that Miami's should be ranked. ranked. Yeah. Um, Duke shouldn't. Duke sucks. No, Duke, Duke. Duke is right now, and they will be because they they're winning. Oh, they did. Just they lose also, NC State. They lost by twenty. Clemson will probably twenty. Clemson will get ranked. I assume. Maybe. Maybe not. It'll be close. Get votes for votes but, for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty much UNC, Mike, and it. They're gonna be close, but yeah, it's pretty. Virginia will still be in there. Virginia, Miami, I think is it. Oh, the next game. So number thirteen, Arkansas. They took down number twenty, uh, Missouri, and then they ended up losing. Fuck, where I put that game at? Auburn. Yeah, Auburn in the jungle, seventy-two to fifty-nine. So Arkansas, they're on Ken Palm, they're 340th in three point percentage. How many fucking teams does Ken Palm even cover? 360 something, 364, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so for cool. Arkansas to be 340th, that's just fucking unreal. 363. No, I mean, and it, that's not like we're surprised. We were right, saying that right. all year. I mean, it could kill him easily. And Nick Smith hasn't played. In, They've lost two of the last three, and he hasn't played in any of them. Yeah. So, and that's our three-point shooting. And I mean, they could have easily lost Missouri, too. Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah. Um. Um. But, no, the th- like, Nick Smith is such a big piece. You saw it when he played. They beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma's not a bad team at all, and they beat the – feel like they beat the brakes off of them when Nick Smith played. Trayvon Brazil is such a big loss It because he can shoot. He's a stretch four. More more athletic than anyone, any other four or five that he'll play against. He's out all season. We're missing 
essentially two starters. I we said this last time. We're missing two starters essentially. Two very good scores too. We don't have shooting. Missouri ran a two three again, or a two three against us. Um, who do, our, Auburn also ran a zone. It's that's how you beat them. You run a zone, pack it in, and it's simple. Because that's like they have no outside scoring at all. Ricky Council used to be a guy that just launched threes. He doesn't do that anymore. He just he doesn't shoot for some reason. Anthony Black's not a good three point shooter. Debo Davis isn't three point. Sh- they just don't have anyone. They're super. They're still really good on defense. But if you can't score, it doesn't matter. And it showed that's why we beat Missouri because Missouri doesn't play defense either. And they got out and ran. But I knew they were going to lose to Auburn because at the jungle, Auburn's a pretty solid defensive team and we can't score. So it's not a very good recipe for success there. Yeah, I'd say the only thing right now with Arkansas that's like working, as I say, Jordan Walsh will always show up and do his job. Every oh, game he's going to do it. Yeah, I mean, he's rebound never machine. not going to do his job. Yeah, he's defensively, even if he isn't getting the rebound, he's helping someone get a rebound. And then Anthony Black is phenomenal point guard. For a he, freshman, he's... He played very, awesome against Auburn. Yeah, I mean, he had 23 points. He made he was 13 for 16 free throw. Four assists. He had seven boards. I mean, he, he did... He covered the stat sheet. Obviously, he doesn't make threes. But those two are the only guys on Arkansas... That I that I can trust are going to play good. Obviously, Nick Smith with Nick Smith, Nick Smith being out, like those are the only two on the team going into a game. I can say those two will be fine. They'll play good. The other ones, I you don't ever know what the fuck you're going to get. Well, I want if we like if we had Trayvon Brazil right now, we'd be a lot better too. He's he was the best, pl- arguably the best player for us in Maui. And yeah, I mean Ricky Council. We need the old Ricky Council back. The Maui Ricky Council. And Trayvon Brazil is also like I'm gonna. He, it's crazy how big of a loss he was because he he could shoot too. He's just he could shoot. I mean, athleticism. He just fit like. I don't, it's just the other thing we can't like. Obviously, Brazil is out like right now, but he's out all year. So like right. we can't. So it's gonna be. You like know what I mean? Yeah. Got to figure. Like you it just got to deal with that. You got to figure that. Like Nick Smith, he'll come back. Brazil, you're not might not get him back. So you, like you're not gonna get him back actually. They, so you can't. We can't really. Yeah. They started using Pinion too, uh, the freshman. Which yeah, I told you that you need game. to get him start like playing good and Pretty shooting. Good game against Missouri, Stud. got him back, but he played awful against Auburn. So which yeah, terrible. He didn't really do, do anything. That, but Auburn too. I mean, know. earlier earlier this week they lost to Georgia. I mean, but Georgia underrated. Yeah, My, I mean that's going to the, we'll get, get off Arkansas here, but Georgia, Florida getting rid of Mike White. Was crazy. I thought. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, Mike. He was solid. I thought. And then just to. It's not like it's not like Florida's a program where it's like we expect excellence. Yeah. And then they got the guy from San Fran. There's now, and he's not doing too hot. But I don't know. Get his players, but. But yeah, I, no new coach Georgia, that we've seen in college basketball. Is Mike, good. When Mike White going to Georgia, like that's he's a good coach. He did good at Florida. He's going to do solid at Georgia, which he has been. Uh, the next game, number 14, Wisconsin versus Illinois, 79 to 69. I mean, if Terrence Shannon is on, I think Illinois can kind of go toe to toe with almost anybody. But I mean, Coleman Hawkins adding another 20, that's huge for them. I mean, I think we sucks, but I mean, we're, we weren't very, uh, 
high on Wisconsin, be especially being the 14th ranked team in the country. I think we all picked Illinois in this game, didn't we? Yeah, maybe. I don't or know. No, uh, Coin didn't because Illinois sucks at home. But uh, yeah, I mean, it took care of it. So Tyler Wall, not having him is huge because he's your leading scorer and your leading rebounder. So that's like two big pieces to a Wisconsin team because Wisconsin doesn't really score a lot. And they just like, you need, I don't know, they're just a weird team, but they almost blew this spread too because Chucky Chucky Hepburn decided to hit two 30 footers at the end of the game, just back to backs. Like, what do you, what the hell? Where'd he get that from? Uh, But no, I, it's weird because uh, you could see it coming if you look at the line because it's seven, but obviously Tyler Wall is out and Illinois is capable of beating anyone, like you said, when Terrence Shannon plays good. And Illinois is still a scary team against anyone, but they're still not good. Any, well, I mean, Wisconsin was top of the Big Ten, but they weren't the best team in the Big Ten. Like, there's so many teams better than them, I think. So, it's good they lost now. They're, but, I don't know, it was an awesome game if you watched it because it was like Illinois was up huge, and then Wisconsin would come back, and then it was just like back and forth like that. It was actually a really good game. Big Ten basketball. Yeah, yeah it was actually That's like really why- good. That's why I think Illinois will be fine, like kind of in the long run, because they're in the Big Ten. Because Big Ten just it's just weird like that, you know. Like they, you go five hundred in the Big Ten, you're still like, that's not even bad because you usually just mm-hmm. fucking lose to each other. Like you're obviously going to beat teams; they're going to beat you. It's like it depends if you're home. If you're home, I like it. If you're not, whatever. But when I saw the spread, I was actually really surprised just because the way Illinois has been playing and how Wisconsin's like kind of Wisconsin's kind of been doing fine. But yeah, I mean Tyler Wall is huge, not of him, but. Yeah, I um, think the, I think Jordan Davis too is also um, better than Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis think, is bad in the NBA. I said that like really bad. I said he sucks. I'm like he he's not good, but can't shoot is the biggest better. thing. But this, I, we said it like earlier when Matt Meyer was playing really good. This team goes as far as him, and he hasn't been playing good. He didn't even play that good this game, but they go as far as he goes, and that's it. I had something about Illinois guards off the bench too. I don't know what the hell what happens. They had I love Curbelo. Curbelo when he was when he was off the bench was really good, and then he started starting and he sucked. Jay Epps is a stud off the bench. Something about you come off the bench for their their point guard. They just do they just do good. I don't know. The next game now. Let's talk about like a real fraud in the Big Ten. Indiana blowing against Iowa, blowing against Northwestern. What a fucking shit show of a team right now. I mean, Iowa, they were kicking the living shit out of us, and then something flipped in the second half. Iowa came all the way back, won the game. What a fucking performance. We own them in Carver, <laughs> and uh, I bet back. Mike Woodson missed me for that game. But then to lose the Northwestern also, that's just fucking insane. I They have two good players on Indiana. It's so easy. Like, you let Trey Shex Davis do his thing. You let Hutch Fina do his thing, and just everyone else will suck. Ray Thompson going down kind of sucks. Right. Right. That, that was big. But yeah. to blow that big of a lead is, like, unreal, crazy. I know Xavier Johnson's out, too, but. I, it's unreal how you they blew. You know, Carver's actually a stadium now because the roof got blown off. <laughs> that was one of, the, yeah. <laughs> um, shout out, shout out, Peyton Sanford for this game and the game, uh, Rutgers game. Oh, shout out Bryce and fucking Adam. I mean, you know who you are, but <laughs> they 
were just shitting on Payne Sanford, just like losing their minds on how bad he is. I'm like, that's what shooters do. I, I mean, know. you guys, you guys yeah. had engraved that in my fucking head because I couldn't get it through my yep. head that college basketball shooters are just not consistent. And I mean, that's what happened here. It's amazing what confidence can do for you. He was 0 of 19 in Big Ten play from the field. That's through, that would have been through three games. Wisconsin, Nebraska, Penn State, 0 of 19 in Big Ten play from the field. He goes off. Indiana, he gets 11 points, gets his groove back, 3 of 15, 1 of 4 from 3. Today against Rutgers has 22, 2 of 3, 4 of 5 from 3. He was unconscious against Rutgers today. Just unbelievable. Big shot after big shot, move off of screens, moving, fading. It was crazy how good he was. And that's just yeah. what confidence does like to you. Obviously, yeah, people that shit on the people that shit on um college shooters and it's like, come on. Don't like, understand. Geez, they, they don't understand. Don't understand. They're college kids, first of all. They're not gonna be consistent. You give me one cow like there's maybe Three college guys every year that average 20 and legit average 20. They'll score 20 or more every single game. It's very hard to do. You could be a top 15. You could be the number, the 10th to 15th best player in college basketball. You're going to have games where you score four. Like, that's just mm-hmm. how they are college. That's how it works. Drew Timmy has games where he scores like four points. It happens. Your college. Not player, often. It's like, not often, but it happens. And he's one of the few, especially when you're a shooter and that's all you do. Like you're going to have bad games. He's had a couple in a row, but he's also had some very big games this year. Like, like chill out. He always brings the energy, which I love. Just, no, he does awesome. though. He does though. He's always, he's Off always the bench, got like, no matter what, he's always positive. I guess you could say. I said this. So I was with, with some, with some people or whatever this weekend. And I go, Philip Abraccio is the best friend on the team. He's, and I was like oh. trying I was trying to have everybody was trying to tell me Chris Murray was, and I obviously he scores thirty and probably played better this game, but I'm like, nope, Rabracha's the best player, most important player on the team is Rabracha. I stand he's, by that. I'll stand by that the whole year. You want to read? You want to read you Rabracha's last like six, seven games, six games? Yes, please. I want to hear him. You're gonna, it's gonna love help this. This. So, so, so early in the You're year, I love it. So up till so November seventh through eleventh, his highest scoring game he had twenty two. Other than that, it was thirteen. Very rough. Since that game against Wisconsin, he had 10. 30, 24, 16, 13, 19, 16. Just all shooting over probably the 90 percent from the field. Just an absolute and, monster and just rebound. And I mean, he's one of those guys where it's like. It's kind of like Garza. He plays like Garza in the circumstance of like that. He just like, how are you not like? He looks like he's always tired because he just works so damn. Oh, hard. his energy's always there too. Yeah, and he's that's always why I fired love up. Dude, I mean, he's the second coming of Sequavius. I mean, right when he cut that hair, I mean, he just became <laughs> Buzz Cut Drip God. Jack Cut Jack Buzzcut sends me a Snapchat during that Iowa uh, Indiana game, and he goes. Mouse in the house, Phil Bracha. <laughs> and I just go, barbecue chicken alert. I mean, he's a fuck. Like, nobody loves basketball more than that guy. He, do he like, just, the Indiana, he got a couple of M1s and just big stomp on the ground, just screaming. Oh, yeah. This big part to that place, losing the roof. I, 
literally yeah. root for Rubracha, and that's it. I am Sanford because he's their boy, but you know. No, but like, and like yeah. a thing, like credit like to Iowa too, because they, you could not have been down worse. You lose to Eastern Illinois, biggest upset of all time in college basketball. Then Nebraska by a lot. Then Penn State. You're three in a row and two bad, bad losses. Then you turn around and beat Indiana and then at Rutgers. Just keep grinding. Like, keep playing. Like, they're long season in college basketball. Keep playing. You're going to be fine. The next game I have, number 16, Duke versus NC State, 84-60. to Probably a bigger loss, honestly, but NC State literally could not miss a shot. Uh, I mean, they're even chucking up dog shit shots, still making them. I mean, Traquan Smith is just a bucket in every sense of the word. Um, Kyle Filipowski looks like the only player on Duke that actually wants to play basketball. You want to talk about Mouse in the House? DJ Burns put them on cool. DJ end. Burns, baby. Then he gets put back into the game. <laughs> was in foul trouble. This, By the way, DJ Burns, big old fat guy. Two Comes seven, back six, in, nine, two seventy-five, two threes. Like this, the NC State is losing their minds. I fucking love them. He, he talk about mouse in the house when you're playing a team like Duke who has a seven footer and they start a seven one and seven foot and Ryan Young off the bench who's six ten, like and DJ Burns he's a big boy two seventy five he's only six nine just barbecue chicken all game long. He was a monster. Like he's, he's unbelievable. I was laughing during this game for probably 90% of the game. I mean, it's just NC State just playing like a circus, just making everything. It was just so fun. Well, it's like a mini rivalry, kind of. Like it's like it's in state kind of thing. And when you're like NC State and you're like having a good year, like you have a good team, and Duke comes to town and they're not that good, they're having an off year, you couldn't, your eyes just light up. Like how can you not? My life. How can you not love that? Like when you're at NC State and you have a, and you're better than you have been in a long time, and you have a team like Duke who's down coming to your place, you could not ask for a better like environment for like NC State. That's just awesome. Any chance these teams get to beat up on Duke and North Carolina when they're down, they're gonna put it on them, and that's exactly what happened. Duke sucks too, and that's the fact. They suck. Derek Lively is a bum. I mean, I don't like shitting on college kids, but oh my God. You were 7-1, and you could do everything. You had one point? This is embarrassing. Dreek Whitehead, he's terrible too. They're just bad basketball team. My turn. Um, So, beginning of the season, I'm like, oh my God, everyone's going to be phenomenal. Besides Kyle Flapowski. Not have been more wrong. Exact opposite. Not have been more wrong. I don't know if it's because oh, new coach figuring things out. Because recently, you know, some a lot of coaches have been doing that when they like step in. You know, it takes a little. You know, end of the season, maybe second year, they're good. But how do you in the quarter one of this game, the very start of this game, like the first quarter on Ken Palm, Duke had two points. Oh, it was for a while. It was bad. They were down 18 to 2 at one point in this game. The large, like, lead obviously was 83 54 late in the game. But this Duke team, so unbelievably, like, bad at just 
basketball. Like when you watch Roach play, you think like right now this game he has it says one turnover. When you watch him play, it feels like he's got seventeen turnovers because <laughs> he really can't dribble. He really can't. <laughs> like I don't like Kowski every day shows up, puts in a little maybe fifteen points, nice seven eight rebounds, does his job. You know that's what he's supposed to do. Mark Mitchell. He can jump. <laughs> yeah, he can jump. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Jeremy Roach. Jeremy Roach. He can kind of get the ball up the court. Kind of. He might hit it across half without fucking dribbling off his foot. Not having to go fucking pick it up again. Jalen Blakes. Who the fuck? Like, no one cares. He's ass. Hey, Derek he's, Lively. A, he's a junkyard dog. No, he is a dog. Like, he's, just a, he's just a worker. Like, he just goes out there and just, does the dirty, dirty work. But... You don't it, if you have a guy doing the dirty do work. If he, you have a guy that's doing the dirty work and he's like your third best player, that's not good. Who's doing the clean work? <laughs> Who's doing all the finesse? Nobody. Probably, probably had some of the best potential to be like a fucking just phenomenal. I called him a unicorn. unicorn. It was the fucking <laughs> thing you should have called him coming into this year. He had. Oh my god! I thought he was gonna be. I thought he's gonna be the second coming of Jesus Christ for Duke basketball. He is. Terrible. Dariq Whitehead had a chance to be one of those like Zion, RJ Barrett, you know, one of those type of guys, you know, just phenomenal guard. Unbelievable guard, six, freshman, seven. like come in and just dominate oh my the game. God, he's just he's just that guy. He's the opposite. <laughs> I could okay, and I just realized I'm going here going freshman, 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 freshman. Holy shit. I feel like it's turning into Kentucky. They're getting all these freshmen, <laughs> and none of them are fucking good. They're just athletic. I don't even want to watch them play. Like, I don't care to watch Duke play. I don't. Duke-UNC this year is going to be awful. Well, yeah, what are we going to watch? Oh, a historic rivalry. Both the coaches are gone. There's new coaches. Um, yes, uh, Historicness to this. So the thing with Jeremy Roach this game, what did he do? He had four points, didn't make a shot, like a field goal. And he had one assist, point. one turnover. He's supposed to be, like, creating stuff. He just did nothing. He was running around. Just running around. I mean, it's bad. Like it's bad. Jacob Grandison Grandison was supposed to be a guy came in and could like be that shooter, be like a good scorer. Bum 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 bum. (laughs) He didn't like they. They're just so bad at basketball. It's unbelievable. And I got other things. Marty Mush. First of all, we're gonna get to that game against Michigan, Michigan State. But listen, what he said about Duke. He said. If Derek Whitehead can average twenty a game, we're gonna go to the national championship. He's not averaging twenty a game anytime soon. No, he's I not. Hate, I hate that podcast with every bone in my fucking body because Except every J-Bow. time they record, they talk about nothing Except and they talk about Michigan and Michigan's J-Bow. not even fucking ranked. And it's like they talk about Michigan for forty minutes all right, the episode. All right, all right. Like who gives a shit? Okay, we're gonna go to we're gonna go right to Michigan, Michigan State here. Okay, all right. And I am gonna. First of all, Michigan State beat the brakes off them. It felt like it might have been a little closer, but so Hunter Dickinson, um, all he does is talk shit on that podcast. I'm gonna go to their schedule because I can list every single game where he said something about like the team they're playing. So they're 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 coming up. They're playing Arizona State. His prediction was they win by forty. They lost by twenty five. So that's bad. 
Virginia said biggest game of the year. They lose. Okay, whatever. Kentucky. He's. I don't know what he said about Kentucky, but he's talking about they lose. UNC talking smack. Marty Mush. How bad UNC is. They lose. Um, they lose to Central Michigan right after that. In-state team, not rivalry. Bad, like, and they lose. Michigan State, you know how much shit they talked about Michigan State on that podcast? Oh, yeah. Like, ungod- they called Tom Izzo Hitler. And how- well, that, Whoa. That, got, that got taken out of context. But I understand, but, like, how they, but still, they're talking so much shit. And, I think Dukes did. And then he, yeah, and then they go all this stuff about how he said, the only reason you go to Michigan State is you can't get into Michigan. Hunter Dickinson said that. And then, here we go. I got that picture, Joey. This is what they said about Hunter Dickinson. Like, they put in, like, a, the school newspaper. He said, almost as big as his ego, which is fact. Oh, my God, yeah. he has the biggest ego ever. If mayonnaise was a person, <laughs> um, only got into Michigan because he's 7-1. And they said, it has to do a podcast because he won't make it to the NBA, which is a He's a bum. They said, he's a they bum. said he only made it into Michigan because he's 7-1. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the round ball was talking so much smack how I think Marty tweeted about how he's, he can't, he's like, can't wait to watch Hunter Dickinson make a fool out of Michigan State. And then he tweets after the game. He goes, I don't know why everyone's talking bad. Like, he goes, my co-host, my co-host, shh, just wait, my co-host and my friend had 18 and 8 rebounds you literally said you can't wait to see him put them like in a like dominate him he was just going on a it, the whole reason why they like went like 40 minutes on Michigan is it half of it was they're crying about how Michigan State fans are like the worst state worst fan base in the world it's like one it's Twitter two you're coming at their team like three Michigan State like historically like they're a good basketball school like they probably have great fan base and everything it's like in four, you're talking shit. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, what do you expect? Like, if you you have Michigan's best player on your team and you're talking shit about Michigan State, yeah, their fans are going to be dickheads on Twitter. They like, had, they, Barcel, like, whatever went off on on that, on that him after the game. I liked, like, all of them with our, um, our thing. He said, keep us out of your mouth in his picture of um, him or whatever. He said, um, they said missing person, and it was like it's Hunter Dickinson. I oh, can't really see that. Um, well, Dave up. Portnoy, this is a classic quote from him. But if you throw a feather at me, I'm gonna throw a hammer, and that's exactly like, if what happened. Shit, if you start shit, we're just like that opens the floodgates. Like you get to say whatever you want. And then he said Hunter Dickinson is about a dummy Michigan State. That's what he said. That's what he tweeted. He said, "Get ready, get ready to learn Chinese, buddy." And that's the picture. <laughs> no, like they've bodied him, and then they did the like that. Do you see that little coach or coach Cal running down the sideline? Looked like an idiot. I don't know. If, like, <laughs> he said, "On our way to watch Hunter Dickinson slap Michigan State around." It's just like they just went off on him, and deservedly so. Like, yeah, they talked so much shit about him, and they just dominated them, just destroyed him. It was so funny, and. And it's it's more it's like not just this game. I understand it's a rivalry, so yeah, you're Hunter Dickinson, you're gonna talk shit. But to do it about like every team you play is just another thing. Yeah. And going back to that North Carolina game, they said I think Marty's like over under sixteen points. 
And then Hunter Dickinson didn't want to say it. So he's like going like this and like just kind of like cat, like hiding it a little bit. And then so then Marty's like, I love over going to dominate. He had nine points against uh, Baycott. Baycott put up 26 on his head. Shot 11 mm-hmm. of 15 for like, it's crazy how much he, every game he talks, he opens his mouth about, <laughs> they lose. They're horrible. Michigan's terrible basketball team. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I think they started. They started off conference play like top for the Big Ten when they went three in a row, and they're just hooting and hollering, throwing a parade about it. And it's like, who the fuck? Like, who do you even beat? Like, it, yeah, so there's three and one in conference play. Technically, they beat Minnesota, Maryland, and Penn State. Exactly, all at home. It's so it's so funny. Like they, it's just bad. Like they're not a good team. All they do is. I just, that podcast makes me mad because all they do is talk about yeah Michigan and how good they are they are and how good the Hunter Dickinson is. He's a bum. <laughs> He's a bum. It's crazy. All right, uh, number nineteen Baylor. So they lost to Kansas State and TCU. Just terrible week for them. Maybe it's the purple. Um, I don't know, but I mean Baylor. They not looking good at all of late. Well, I mean, even though, I mean, they kept, they didn't look like terrible, but I mean, I don't know. Like it, Again, the whole defense thing you guys were talking about last week, it's just really weird Baylor team. Um, Yeah, the, like they lost like good teams. Like you got to give them yeah. that, but they blew it against TCU. Like they had that game won, and then they, they, that, they, then they came back against K State and kind of like yeah OT lost they, by two yeah but they fouled they're up three and they fouled the guy shooting a three it's like dumb mistakes in overtime that they're just not good like home. the defense that's the thing this is defense yeah both at home they, they just can't play defense like it's it's bad yeah you can't let up eighty seven to TCU and then I mean obviously Kansas State's a pretty good scoring team but another ninety five I guess an OT but I don't know. I mean, before oh, that, it, it was 77 to Iowa State. Right. That's Stevens the part where you got to start questioning your defense. Iowa State scores 77 on you. They, like, all the games they've lost, I mean, none of them were bad losses. But when they play teams, like, the fact that they held Gonzaga to 60 or, or 63 is unbelievable because their defense on Ken Palm is 84 and their offense is 14. Nine typical. They Gonzaga. literally, if they even put that if they even just move that defense from 84 to like 70 they'd win some of these games because like a lot of it is just like completely flip they used to just be like both sides of the ball it's probably like equally like they're just like always offense defense they have it all they're usually a very good defense team this year i mean obviously when you have the three guards they have though those three guards aren't like the guards they've had in the past the guards they've had in the past have like they've had guards that are like one of them is like usually a pretty good defender. Their big guys are defenders, and they have like those tall six eight guys who can defend. This year they have three guards, and all of them are just offensive guys. They're all offense, so there's no guard like defense right. whatsoever for Baylor, and that's the biggest thing I think. They're just losing to the other team's guards. Logan, dating back to 2020, they were 17th in offense, fourth in defense. 2021, second in offense, 22nd in defense. Uh, 2022, eighth in offense, 13th in defense. And then now, yeah, like you said, 14th offense, 84 defense. 
it just completely like flipped, mm-hmm. which is like not yeah. flipped, I guess, but it's a problem. It's I don't know. Then, yeah, it's a pro. It's a big problem. They're they're the best team in the Big Twelve if they learn how to play defense. And their big, and their, bigs are, their bigs are just awful. They can't do anything. Yeah, I usually they didn't have to do anything, but now it's like they like their guards are so fucking good, and that's why they score so many points because that is the best backcourt you can ask for. But they just. Need to play defense, and I love defense teams. And Baylor is like one of my teams I ride with every year, no matter what. Yeah, you brought her, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm a defensive guy, and I can't fucking watch them because they don't play no defense. Hey, George, I'll shout out to him. He's playing unbelievable all, all right, year. We're, we're down a minute, so we'll oh yeah. Back. All right, next upset we have. Let's talk about undefeated New Mexico losing the UNLV and Fresno State in the same week. Uh, that's over with. So that was fun while it lasted. No, hold talk, yeah, talk about what a game. I don't. I don't know if you watched it. I had the over in that uh, New Mexico UNLV game. One of the probably the best games I've watched all year. It was awesome. I didn't. I didn't know who was. It was one of those games. You have the over. I didn't know who was winning until the like at the end of the game. Every time like a point would go up, I'd look at the wrong score. Cause like, I don't know. I was just, it one. They're both they're both red. One was wearing white. One was wearing red. But it was like, it was so weird. Cause it was that good of a game. It was just like back and forth, running and gunning, scoring that galore. And I like couldn't. I didn't know who was winning at the end. I go, oh shit! I looked down at the score. All of a sudden, there's like a minute left. I had no idea. It was just that. It was like it was it was that good of a basketball game where I didn't even care. I was just watching. It was so much fun. Yeah, Luke's just sitting in his recliner with his foam finger and uh, just watching it anarchy. Said, it said over on it. Yeah. it, was, it the, over, like, <laughs> the over was like smashing. So I was like, I was so into the game, did not give a shit about the score. Like, I wouldn't even care if it, the under was, it, it would have lost. It was just that like crazy of a game. It was awesome. Shout your boys yeah. from UNLV, Logan. Those are my guys. I mean, I didn't know they had EJ Harkless. Just interrupted me, but. Remember EJ Harkless? Dude. Yeah, I do, but no. UNLV has won me a drastic amount of money, and once again, they've won me money because I also took the over because I saw Luke put it in. I was like, okay. So once again, UNLV wins me money. Almost took UNLV money line because they're my boys, but I didn't. And honestly, I'm just happy that New Mexico lost two in a row because now I never have to talk about them ever again. Mm -hmm. I only have to bet on them. No, I think – so I had Fresno against them. That one, I had Wyoming. So I had two in a row where I – um, faded them and I won, so I was gonna do UNLV this game. I'm like, I'm two and zero. I'm two in a row. I'm hot fading New Mexico, but then I was like, let's take the over, and it just smoked it. Uh, but Jalen House, the first two for three possessions of the game, he he, I don't know who the point guard is for UNLV, but he picked him twice and got layups out of it, and just it was like, well, and then Jordan McCabe came right in because Jordan McCabe can handle the ball. It was. I mean, Jalen House in high school, I don't even remember his mic. Those games, those Shadow Mountain games. Greatest fan I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Unbelievable. Shout out, shout out, UNL, shout out UNLV. Yeah, I mean, shout out. You got to go watch too. it. Uh, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, <laughs> Cavender Twins. Cavender Twins. Tell them everything they know. Damn. Yeah, New Mexico's done. We don't really have to talk about them anymore because they're never going to be back in the top 25. Dude, it's funny because on Ken Palm, they're 45 in offense, 96 in defense. Oh, their defense is bad. But the beginning of that game, well, I don't get... both teams are playing really good defense. Offense. I go, what is going on? 
I bet the over for a reason, and it ended up working out. But EJ Harkless is a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> like he's well, he won Harkless. He <laughs> won me a lot of money. Oh my god! That, no, and I I mean it when I say probably the best game I've watched all year it was, it was that game. I it was so much fun. The next game, number twenty four, Ohio State loses to Maryland. I mean. Uh, it's it's Maryland Big Ten basketball. Maryland today looking all right earlier in the year. I think Luke even had them in the top ten. They dropped out. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said they deserve it and they will lose the next three games. And what happened? <laughs> they lost I the next three it. games. They lost the next I said they deserve it for now, but they will lose the next three games. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But they just beat Ohio State. So good for them. Um Shout out Ohio State being the number one uh, offense. I don't know if you guys realize that. They have no the, number, they have the number one offense on Ken Palm. Swear to God. How? Dude, He's smoking. It's efficient. Like, and then you look at their scores He's and you see wrong. why. Other than Eastern Illinois, they put up over 80 a game pretty much. I guess recently they haven't, which they've lost. But I do want to say one thing about um, Ohio State. Bryce Sensible might be the best player in the Big Ten. Oh, I love him. He's love him. He's so good. He's a 6'6", 235 guard forward, just a beast. He just bullies. If you put a guard on him, he'll bully you. And if you put a big guy on him, he's just going to go right around him or shoot him. He just can do everything. He's just a ball, like a big Hey, Luke. <laughs> it's you a, know what's awesome, though? What? You know how I put a curse on Ohio State basketball? Mm-hmm. Hey, lose a very next game. I mean, so. <laughs> Two for those in a row. Oh, yeah, so I bet okay, yeah. I bet Ohio State money line they should have beat Purdue. They didn't. They lost by one, was it or no, something like that. But three, I don't even know. Yeah, Fletcher Lawyer banged a three right in my fucking face. And I don't think I've ever won like anything, any time I've ever bet on Ohio State in basketball, either side. They just fucked me over. And um, so I put a ginger curse on Ohio State. That's the worst curse you could possibly ask for. Don't ask me what that means as far as how successful of a season they'll have. <laughs> I'll make up the rules as I go. But, yeah, Ohio State is now cursed. <laughs> I br- No, Bryce Hesball is a beast. That's all I got to say. Oh, say for Ohio State. I'm just still baffled they're number one. <laughs> they're number one on offense. Like, I literally just I'm went really on I like try to find every stat to say they're not number one, and I but just, they put up point like they scored 90, 80 damn every game, and their tempo is two thirty one. How the hell are you the number? Like what is going on here? Efficiency, efficiency. I, I guess, but I don't know how they're ten and five. Then, like, I, obviously their defense is ninety. That might be a little part of it, but that would help out. Um, and then number twenty five, Iowa State. They take down TCU 69 to 67. Nice. Uh Gabe Kelsher, game winner. Uh good luck seeing that shit ever again. <laughs> Gabe Kelsher to be the guy with ice in his veins at TCU. Like, I hope Iowa State all year gets in these close games where Gabe Kelsher has to be the guy to win the game for them because they'll lose out the rest of the it's season. It's funny because he was 0 for 5 before that shot. Exactly. <laughs> Clutch. That's called that. He's That's clutch. confidence. Yeah, I, I thought TCU was going to do it again. Other, I'm like they 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 pulled this out. They were down all game, big, 
like all game long. And I thought they were going to pull it out again. I'm like, there's something magic. If they would have won this game, I'm like, for sure, TCU's win the national championship. Because they should have lost to Baylor. They ended up beating them. They should have lost this game, and they would end up beating them. There's just magic at TCU right now. That Hypnotoad is just doing wondrous things there. I know they lost, but still, I mean, it's crazy what TCU's doing. Yeah, I need to just, I need a public apology again. Jack Westhoff (laughs) got me again. Oh, Joey, he knew Uh, you were going to rip on Kalsher, too. I was talking to him today up there. It's, he's owning us right now. He's, he's got me, he's got me. I'm holding two talking about Iowa State. Yeah, I never pick Iowa State because I want to. I want to be right against Jack one of these times. Yeah, I mean, next one you're down only down one, two to one. That's what I'm saying. At by the end of the year, I need to be because right now I'm zero two. Well, by the end of the year, if you start be believing in an Iowa State, they'll throw a fucking <laughs> dagger right in your you're face, right. not even <laughs> in the back. They'll go right up to you and just throw it right did in you, your face. Uh, <laughs> right in your face. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you did you pick Iowa against them or no? Uh, I did because I was going to the game. There you go. There you go. But, but I didn't say it. Logan, didn't but say it like. They, they you still got two. him. That was bad game. It was a bad game. Before this, Luke, I literally go. I said, no, f- oh, I don't I care know. if anybody comes back. I made it. I was thinking like shit. And then this game, I go, Jack, Jack was on. Jack was listening to us. And I said, no chance. I'm like, TCU by 15. You're not going to send me another text like that. Shout out, they're playing really good. But they did the same thing last year, so we'll see. Oh, another thing about the Big 12. um, It it is, like, really good, but I don't think it's as good as people say. I I, I really don't. I agree. I really don't. Um, I'll pull up their conference. I Like, obviously, it might be the best, but I don't think it's as far ahead as you think because – when I look, this is football. Gosh darn it. I need basketball standing. But I just don't see. Um, so I'm going. Kansas, awesome. Really, really good. But like K-State is, they're playing good, but I'm still not really like sold on them necessarily. Iowa State's playing good. Texas is like, I I don't know. We don't know yet. But- like, and then you go like. West Virginia, I don't think is very good. I saw I saw them play a couple games. They're not good. Baylor's not playing good at all. Oklahoma State's not good. Oklahoma, I don't think's good. Texas Tech can't put the ball in the goddamn hole. They suck. It's not as good as people think. I really don't. I think every team in it is overrated at to a certain extent, except for Kansas. I don't think that's. that's I don't think K State. I have K State in the top ten. I don't think they're a top ten team. I don't know if you you guys think that, but. Yeah, I agree with you. I can definitely see the overrated part. You can go through every single team. You could basically make a case why they're overrated. I really do. But, and another thing, people say it's the best conference, the deepest conference. It's only 10 teams. Take the best top 10 teams from the conference. Take the top 10 teams from the SEC. Take the top 10 teams from the Big Big Ten. That's fair. Obviously, our bottom's not going to be as good. Maybe it still might be good at the bottom, like their top 10. But obviously, our bottom because we have fourteen teams is not going to be as good as a team a conference with ten. Like that's just that's just math. That's just common sense math. But they might be the best. I don't know. But I just think either you can make case why it's not as big a gap as people think. I'd take the SEC personally. 
So a recap of what we just went over. Wait, for wait, 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 Joey. We're not. No, gonna, we're no. not getting away with this. You don't want to talk about Kentucky's absolutely embarrassment. But it wasn't an upset. Luke. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm getting okay. into. I'm getting into notable games. Okay, okay, okay. I thought we. I oh, thought we just we a, did every game. A recap. A recap of the upsets we had. These are the seeds that all got upset this week. 1, 4, 5, 6, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 19, uh, 21, 22, 24, and 25. And 20, because Anar- I forgot Missouri. Anarchy? No, no. college basketball. College basketball. <laughs> uh, and like that's the thing with college basketball is like going having a season where you lose seven, six, seven games, that's a really good year. Like it's just that's basketball. You're not gonna go. You're not gonna go undefeated. Like that's just how it works. Six seven games will get you a. Um, you look at the last couple of years. Um, Kansas last year was number one overall seed. They had six losses, or not number one overall, but they were number one. Baylor had seven losses. They were one seed last year. Like you can have six seven eight loss. Texas Tech was a three with ten losses. Like that's yep. just, that's how college basketball works. Like you're gonna lose multiple games. Ten ten losses, you can get a top three. Uh, three four seed in the tournament. So notable games, Alabama they just shit down Kentucky's throat. <laughs> so this this is kind of hilarious. I was at, oh whoa, he I did more at, than just that. He did he did what? They did more than just shit down it. Can you say they, that again, Joey? Said Alabama shit down Kentucky's throat. That's I mean that's that. That's aggressive. I feel like that's an understatement. <laughs> so anyway, that is worse than that. I'm at a friend's house and he has like a bar in his basement and there's a TV like behind the bar and then he had a TV like in his living room that was like behind us. So I'm in this bar stool, you know, stepping back uh, some grandpa's cough medicine and I'm watching the Chiefs Raiders game and on behind me was Alabama, Kentucky. And I didn't even know he had it on until I get up to go take a piss. I look at the TV and I turned right back around and sat in the stool and just kept drinking my beer. I'm like this, like, I can't, I can't just like walk past that and look at it. I just have to turn around and act like nothing's happening. What what a blowout. Like you're Kentucky. I understand it's at Alabama, but you're Kentucky basketball and you just, they just didn't show up at all. When Antonio Reeves, if he is your leading scorer, you got a problem. We have a problem. <laughs> Betty, Betty Ako made Tishiwe his bitch. Tishiwe got benched early, like really early, because he was doing so bad. Put him back in. One play. It took one play before... He, for him to mess up, and Calipari grabs some guy off the bench. I don't even know who it was. The guy doesn't play. I think it I think it was that on Onyenso just grabs him, just screaming, get in the game, and to Shiway, next, literally the next possession, before he could even get out of the game, he messed up again. He was just, he, 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 he was terrible. Um, I love this. And Jacob Toffin, too. Oh, my God. He is awful as well. This is awesome. He was a guy going into the year where a lot of people, not even me, were just like, Jacob Toppin is going to be really fucking good this year, and he's worse than he was last year. <laughs> yeah, I know he is. He he guarded, he's supposed to be like, he guarded Brandon Miller, 
did a solid yeah, I mean, job. nobody in the country's guarding that he fucker. He did a solid job on him, but he didn't do anything on the offensive end. He gave up 19 points and scored three and didn't make a shot other than one three. Yeah, it's not that he scored three and only shot one or two times. It's that he scored three and he shot ten times. <laughs> like, I'll be honest. I love watching Kentucky play because it's just funny because they just keep losing, and that just makes me Dude, laugh. They're bad. It's a me like oh hey severe wheeler though he did he played pretty good. So, like I said, if you told me severe wheeler and Antonio Reeves were the top two leading scores, I'd be like oh my god, Kentucky won by a hundred. I was singing in my head. I'm like, <laughs> watch Kentucky just turn it on in the tournament, but they probably won't fucking make it. They won't make it at this rate. <laughs> yeah. No, like it's impossible for them to turn it on when they have no offense, zero. So she was she was a bad offense player. How he averaged twenty points a game last year, twenty something. I have zero. I have no clue. He passed his he stats. How did he, he just do? Bricks it? and then he gets his own rebound. It's crazy to me. They they're just a, so bad. It's crazy that you can be player of the year and then you come back the next year. But the biggest thing, Bam, what a what a difference Mark Sears makes. Him being their point guard, he's really I good. Alabama this year. Mark Love. Sears is a stud. Well, last year, all we saw was Shackelford and Quinterly just chuck up threes, and if they made them, they might upset some teams. Now they have a, you know, actual fucking offense. Right. It's awesome. No, they're, they're really, really good. Like, scary to play. That's, I'm, I'm keep falling into the trap where I'm like, they're last year's team, and I keep, like, just shitting yeah, on them and picking close. them to lose. Yeah. And I'm just wrong. After I'm just keep being, I'm just keep getting wrong now. Like every time I say it, they just keep winning. I'm like, well, I'm just <laughs> fucking stupid. I mean, yeah. Last year, I pulled up there last year. Their top guys, top three guys according to four, according to like the usage and stuff. Quinterly was one. That's a problem. He yeah, big not, time. He should not be your most used guy. Oh, oh, you mean Butterfingers? <laughs> yeah. Then it's Shackelford and J.D. Davison. I mean, JD Davidson's probably the ugliest person on earth. Had to get it, that out. It was hard to watch. Sha- <laughs> it's hard to watch Shackelford play because all he does is launch threes. Yeah, from five feet behind the line. Yeah, and then and then you go Keon Ellis. Keon Ellis all was is a very good defense player. And then after that, it was just like I don't know any of them. It's just like they have a completely different team this year. Completely different team. Every single they have one person that they're from last year is Javon Quinterly. He's the only guy and Bediaco. He was a freshman last year. Um, Duke wins by one to Boston College. Don't sleep on BC. As I always say. No, let's just, let's sleep. No, it's not that. It's just Duke's bad. Oh, yeah. Dog shit. That's, but we already talked about about Duke. Can we not talk about him again? It's a touchy touchy subject. It's a touchy subject. Uh, Let's have Duke and Kentucky play. That'd be fun. I mean, or Duke, North Carolina. Two historically good teams. Some blue bloods going at it. My my but, most anticipated games are Duke versus Louisville, Duke versus Florida State, Duke versus North Carolina. No, but like like Duke versus Kentucky would be awesome because it's like you could play this any other year and it'd be like two of the best teams pretty much talent wise, NBA talent and everything, and even college. This year, it, it I'd hit the I'd do under I'd take the under it it could be at one hundred I'd take it because no nobody can score. When they'll play the NIT championship, and I no, we were talking. Me, and Jack were talking, or maybe it was, yeah, I think it was me, and Jack were like NIT. Imagine this: Iowa, Villanova, 
Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina. Blue, now Louisville will make it. <laughs> but can you imagine that NIT? Michigan. Michigan. Indiana can join us. Indiana, okay. No, Indiana's got a, better, a lot better chance. USC. You, no, USC's not good. No. What's the fucking, what's your deal, man? No, but like or, Oregon can join in there. Yeah. Oregon. That, that would be a fun NIT tournament. Yeah, it'd be like the regular tournament. Bunch of, just... bunch of blue bloods just going at it. That'd be awesome. All the blue, all the blue bloods are basically. Maybe Creighton. Creighton can Baylor, maybe. Hey. If Luke, I mean, if Logan brings her. <laughs> um, all right. Gonzaga, they've been keeping it really close to San Fran and Santa Clara. Um, scary. Hey, did they get it done, though? <laughs> yeah. And they their should, spread, they should have lost their to San spreads Fran. are so low, too. It's they should have like, lost Oh, to my San God. Fran. Logan, didn't you say you go? I really hope that these spreads are within ten points, so yeah, then I can just hammer yeah, them. You did, yeah. I bet both of them. I hit one. No, no I didn't. No, hit you, didn't either. you didn't hit either. <laughs> no, the Santa Santa Clara. They didn't cover. One. They should have covered. No, they were. Yeah, they were kicking ass, kinda. And then, yeah, yeah. I just was really wrong there. Um, yeah. I mean, Drew Timmy, three of fifteen in that San Fran game. Something you don't see. Ouch! Shout out that fan though. Did you see that when Rasir Bolton made that M1 at the end? And there's this fan behind him just screaming at him from San Fran. And Bolton just smiling, just kept walking. But you got to see the clip. He's motherfucking him from behind him. <laughs> oh, my so God. Fun. I don't know if you guys – I can't believe you guys didn't see it. I'll try to find it and show you guys later. But it's so funny. I was watching it live. I go, holy shit. And then I, first, the guy I love on Gonzaga is Ben Gregg. What a name. Ben Gregg. <laughs> ben Gregg. Um, yeah, no, Gonzaga. It, they're so worried with Gonzaga. Like, I, I said, did I not say this before this ter- conference started? I said, the gap is closing. There's some good, Yeah, you did. I some, thought you were more full of shit than a porta potty, but you weren't. I said, there's some good teams in this conference. Watch out, but. I'm not going to stop taking their spreads either. I don't care. I'm just going to keep losing money. It's going to be so. Funny. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I'm probably going to lose because there's going to be a bucks. game. There's going to be a game where it's like a 15 point spread and they win by like 30 or 40. You'd be like, I told you guys. I told you they're going to kill them. <laughs> like, I told you guys. Like I had the last seven. A little, a little late night Gonzaga can't go wrong with that. Right. Um, UCLA two point victory over USC. Uh, suck it. Um, UCLA almost blew ranked, it. They're ranked fourth on Ken Palm right now. Oh, they almost blew that game. Like, they, like they uh, were halftime. They were killing them, weren't they? I don't. I didn't end up seeing the game. Um, halftime. It was. It was all UCLA. Yeah, it was bad. I can't. Go, I don't know the exact score, but I think they're up by eighteen. Yeah, at half. Blew it. Just couldn't score the second half, I guess, at all. Scored 16 points in the second half. Almost blew it. Shout out. Uh, I mean, no one really. No one played good for either team. <laughs> Literally no Shout one. Shout out Drew Peterson. Shout out Drew Peterson. Nine points. Shout out Bill Walton for saying um, USC should be undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> Going into that game, he said that. And then the guy 
And then I think Rostin Tweet goes, they lost to Florida Gulf Coast in the first game of the year. Yeah. And then they played Tennessee and Wisconsin, and they lose to Washington State right before UCLA. So it's like, should they be undefeated? I don't know. Bill Walton might be one of the dumbest people. No, that that clip of him in that Iowa State game when he was like talking about the threes or whatever, I can't remember exactly how it went down. But somebody I know how they haven't made, made a three, and then he goes, "Yeah, they have." <laughs> no, haven't shot it. Haven't <laughs> shot a three. Haven't shot a three. It was, yeah, it's like they haven't shot a three, and look, they're and look, they're winning, and they were the team was actually losing. Or no, he go, yeah, yeah, he they, goes, yeah, because he said he's saying it was a good thing. The team, like they, they were, were saying, it was yeah. like he thought they were winning, and then the other guy's like, "Oh no, they're no, not. No, they goes, are. You're right. They are losing." He goes, "You're right. They're not. You're right. They're not." <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, oh, but look, have you talked? Have you talked to Jack about Bill Walton yet? No, he he loves him. Other than when he, he's like, he's, oh. like, he's awesome when he doesn't go do your games. But uh, yeah, I watch. I think you were gone doing something, maybe night class or something. But uh, I was watching uh, Iowa State no, with Jack. I remember, I remember that. And Jack, it was like every two minutes, Jack would just be like, "Shut up!" No, it, like, he says when so he said he's the best when he's like he's so funny and everything when he's not commenting your team. Yeah. But when he's doing your team, it's bad. Um, all right, upcoming games. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh I got no other games that we missed. So all right, so we're only gonna do upcoming games Monday through Friday because we're gonna have an episode on Friday. But first game, Michigan State at Wisconsin. I'm gonna take Michigan State. They're just a w- way better team, in my opinion. Yeah, give me Michigan State. Absolutely. I like yeah, I, I like wrote, that. I Michigan wrote down State. My three favorite teams in like college basketball, like not counting Iowa, and I did Arkansas, Villanova, Michigan State, TCU, top four. That's all I have so far. I've always been a Michigan State guy. Um, Texas Tech at Iowa State. Um, I'm going to take Iowa State. I think they would probably hold them to 50 if they want to. Yeah, I like Iowa State. Texas Tech's bad. Fun fact. Here, I bet on Texas Tech six times this year. Guess my record. Six oh, and six. One and six. One and five. No, seven times. I'm one and six. That's not good. I'm going to take Iowa State and be smart here. Um, North Carolina versus Virginia. I'm going to take Virginia at home. Yeah, Virginia. No, UNC. I wanted to be the only one who did it. Virginia. <laughs> Uh, Bama at Arkansas. So I, I mean, I think this is a flip a coin game, but I'm gonna take Alabama because I feel like you two are gonna take the Razorbacks. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take, I'm take. gonna take Arkansas, but I don't think we're gonna beat Alabama. I'm gonna take Arkansas because I don't like Alabama. We're gonna stop them. Brandon Miller, Jordan Walsh, probably holding the three. Right. I'll, if say, he no, does. I'll spot him nine. Luke, if he does, I will buy you single digits. Uh, single digits. I will buy you a stripper. Single digits. For next single digits. That's that's what I'm doing. Really? What do you want to put on that? It's a weird bet. He uh, just said it's weird. I get better odds with this because he averages like twenty. I have I have a twenty five dollar Applebee's card. You take me to Applebee's. Okay. Um. Next. Yeah. Date, it has to be own. a date night, though. Yeah, and Logan, you have to pay for your own. All right. Ten uh, points. What are you going to order? The Bourbon Street State with a barbecue or what? <laughs> <laughs> the Oreo shake. The Oreo shake. 
Wake Forest has to be playing when we but go there. You have to have the whipped cream on the top, too. Right. Uh, two meals, one check. Girl, I got you. <laughs> um. Okay. So, Baylor. <laughs> Hardly even know her at West Baylor. Virginia. Give me West Virginia. Um. Oh, God. I saw West Virginia playing. I don't think they're very good. But Baylor's not either. I'm gonna take. Oh, stop! I'm gonna take my Bob Huggins and Mountaineers. Baylor, take the over as well. Yeah. Uh, TCU at Texas. Uh, I'm gonna take Texas at home all year. Yeah. TCU, baby, come on. TCU. And then Gonzaga versus BYU. BYU. Uh, can hear him. Give me the zags. I can't hear coin. Logan, you're quiet. Am I? No, there you go. You just yeah. got whatever. Okay, well, that's all I had for upcoming games. I mean, you could throw I, in some more if you want, but oh, I had two, I think. They're Wednesday, UConn at Marquette. Marquette, shout, wait, shout out, we didn't shout out Tyler Cole like 15 assists, no turnovers. He's the greatest point guard in college basketball. No, he's not. But um, yeah, he is. No, no, no can't they, um, George? Marquise Noel, um, Shed, Anthony Black, Pierce. um, Severe Wheeler. UConn's gonna be okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was Roach. Jeremy Roach is too. Tyrese Hunter. <laughs> Jeremy Roach. I think Jerry right Roach. I think he really controls the game. Uh, Tony Perkins, <laughs> Joey Tucson, um, Logan Gedkin. Crane at Xavier would be a good one, but give me Xavier. I mean, we don't have to really. That's all oh, I got, yeah. though. Uh, I'll take Xavier, but I mean, Creighton, I think they could beat anybody. Yeah, that's all I got, though. I was going to say something. I totally forgot. Oh, yeah, I, did a, I have a no bet list, too. I just I was bored one day. No bet. Do not bet on these teams. I have to remind myself not bet on these teams. I'm adding Texas Tech to that team. You guys can join in if you don't if you want. Mississippi State, they just destroy me every time when I bet four more against them, no matter what. I agree. Eastern Michigan, oh my God. Don't fall into the trap that they have a good player because they are horrible. We thought we had a team there. They are terrible. Um, shout out, um, Imani Bates at 36, the one day against South Carolina, though. They lost. I keep seeing clips of him on Instagram. He's the best. He's the only, he's like the best player in the country, I swear, but their team's terrible. Ole Miss, well, there's one reason for that. It's <laughs> your favorite team. No, you don't bet on your favorite team. No. They, they were down 20 to nothing to UCF when I bet on Ole Miss. Um, Maryland. <laughs> You never know what you're going to fucking get with that stupid-ass Georgetown, team. because don't bet on bad teams. Did you see Brandon Murray's dunk? Yeah. He jumped yeah, through the ceiling and punched it on that fucking guy. Villanova. I feel so bad for that guy's family, <laughs> his kids. I, I don't uh, I doubt he even has kids. I feel bad for and him. Then Texas, because Texas, Texas, the Dixon, wasn't embarrassment. I think it was. I would have dunk. I think it was Dixon, but... Well, that's all I got. And then Texas Tech was the last one. So I have six don't bet teams. And- uh, Ohio State. <laughs> and it forever will be. And then some, 
I mean, I think I'm back on Iowa State. I've been winning some games with them, and uh, and uh, my game of the year last year, cash that. So, mm-hmm. Logan, do you have any? Uh, Duke. <laughs> don't bet. Yeah, don't. Even against even against the bad teams, they win by like five. <laughs> bet against Duke. Yeah, like yes. because yes. On our li- on our list, like you can bet either for or against these teams, you'll lose. But on Duke, if you just bet against them every time you win, yeah. Well, that's all I. Uh, that's all I I got. I don't know about you. Yeah, me neither. All right. Well, thank you for listening. This was a long episode. Should we have a word that people have to? Um, lamp. Lamp. I love lamp. Lamp. I love lamp. Um, so yeah, lamp, if you, if you come up to us and say lamp, we will buy you a beer or give you one. I don't know. Even better. Joey Joey will buy you one. Yeah, sure. I, whatever. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, you exclusive college basketball fans. We will see you Friday. And as always, take her easy.